It is Wednesday, my dudes. Welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Poll List. My name is Lex, and I'm here with my co-host, Simon. Uh, Simon, what is up? Hello. It's good to see you, man. It's me. It's good to see you, too. On this podcast, we typically do a... Or typically, we review a trade. Some people call it a trade review. But this time, we're going to do something a little different because we're strapped for cash and time. <laughs> I went out of town for like, uh, my wife whisked me away. Whisked him. Uh, so I didn't get to record on our usual date. So we're going to sort of do a Patreon preview episode. Like, this is going to be a top 10 episode where we go over a random top 10 list. And that's going to be sort of the extra podcast episodes or just podcasts in general that you can find over on our Patreon. So if you like what you hear on this episode, and it's actually going to be a longer version because Simon wanted to do um, best reboots or sequels. And I'm like, there's no way a four hour episode because we both go on rants about, especially when there's like, it's not self-contained. And so if you'd like to hear some more stuff like that, then, Subscribe to our Patreon, and we would love to have you. And we'll touch you in naughty places. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, as we mentioned, we're doing a top 10 episode, and this time we're doing top 10 comic book vehicles. I was going to say automobiles. I guess that's still technically <laughs> correct. Horseless <laughs> carriages. <Yeah. laughs> so, what did you think about this? I, I was like, I'm going to try to throw him a curveball after he... Uh, because you know, yours was good, but I was like, there's no, there's no way. Yeah, you have that's a, very a quick good, episode. Yeah, you have a very good point. Um, so it did at first, I was a little perplexed because you know, I don't read a whole lot of comics overall, other than what we read. Um, but then I went back through and I started thinking, I didn't want to be too generic with it, but um, I started thinking, I was like, well, there's some that are comics or some that are based on other properties like movies into comics and stuff so it was yeah, all right yeah. i was pretty generic with mine but i most most of my picks are from old books mm-hmm. old comic properties and i didn't stick to just marvel and dc either well for the most part i guess i did <laughs> but there are a few outliers so without further ado <laughs> further ado do <laughs> let's so, start with you yeah. go ahead go ahead no uh, okay that's what i was gonna ask how do you want to start you want me to go first yeah start with your no. number 10 i'll give my number 10 and then we'll go so on and so forth all right so my number 10 has recently been featured on uh loki um it was in the episode where they first go into the void and it is the thanos copter oh wow um, I chose, <laughs> I chose the Thanos copter, um, it because it's goofy. It's just really ri- ridiculous, um, mm-hmm. and I just thought it was really funny to reference that. I believe it was, it's it was first introduced in 1979, mm-hmm. and it it doesn't make any sense because he was like Thanos, like we see him in the MCU as like attacking <laughs> all the Avengers, and in this particular issue, he's like attacking hellcat 
<laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was a Hellcat book. And again, it's ridiculous because compared to how he is and how most of the people that consume the media now see him as is this Avengers level threat, <laughs> but he's having to use a helicopter was just so ridiculous. Where do you get it from? <laughs> yeah, what manufacturer? And it's like, <laughs> it's like a, it's not even like an advanced space looking helicopter. It's like a Huey. Yeah. With, doesn't it say Thanos on the side? It says like Thanos on the side. He's yeah. advertising himself just to make toys. Just, yeah. And it's like bright yellow too. So it's mm-hmm. like in case, in case you didn't see it, uh, there yeah. is a giant purple man in a bright yellow <laughs> helicopter. A funny um, sort of, not it wasn't an Easter egg. It was like a fan, not even a theory. It's just really stupid. But they say that the in Loki, there's two blades missing on the helicopter. And the blades that Thanos uses in Endgame were mm. the two missing blades from the helicopter. Yeah, isn't that what the Russo brothers said? Oh, I didn't know they said that. That's awesome, then. I'm pretty sure they brought that up, but I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm dreaming. Dang, that is <laughs> that is awesome, then. Because it's so ridiculous. Can mm-hmm. you imagine the Thanos of the MCU flying away in a helicopter <laughs> fighting Hellcat, which was from... The Daredevil, or no, the uh, Jessica Jones TV show. Yeah. She was just a news reporter that took steroids. Well, and uh, and he always looked so stuffed into this little thing, too. They didn't even build uh-huh. his back. You know. I think it was in the Lego game, too. In the what? Video Maybe. game? In the Lego game. Oh, oh, probably, yeah. They like to. I would, I would assume they put everything in those games. Yeah. All right, that's a good pick. Uh, most of my picks are pretty uh, old, older, older vehicles because I just feel like they're not very practical mm-hmm. now. When you have like these characters that can do these, you know, infinite abilities, uh, it's not very practical for them to have like cars and <laughs> rollerblades <laughs> and shit like that. <laughs> um. Oh well, now that I think about it, I should have put uh, Rocket Racer. He had that skateboard from Spider Man. He was in the Spider Man oh. animated series. Yeah. Yeah, that rocket-powered skateboard. <laughs> that would have been a good one. Mm-hmm. All right, but my number 10, it might be a controversial pick for people listening, but it is the Batmobile asterisk and all of the Bat vehicles. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. Because Just because I feel like he has so many. It's just like if there is a vehicle that exists, there's a Bat version of that vehicle. <laughs> so he has like, you know, the Bat boat, the helicopter, Bat plane, Bat spaceship. And mm-hmm. um, it's number 10 on my list because it's, I think it's just a lot of people's number one. Yeah. It is one of the most recognized vehicles. It's practical because they do it as just a human. And, um, but yeah, Don't it's say that 10. too loud. You're going to get <laughs> right. firebomb your house. Question though, with my number 10, my number 10 is what is your favorite Batmobile? Uh, so for nostalgia reasons, the 89 Batmobile, mm-hmm. but um, for pure like aesthetics, I've always loved the original Batmobile. It was like a Rolls Royce with just a oh, wow. bat face on it. That's that's yeah. one of my favorites. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, obviously, I would agree with you with the 89 Batmobile. That's the Batmobile to me. Uh, but if I do get a second choice, it's the animated series, even though it doesn't make sense in any real world <laughs> application. Yeah, that thing can't turn, but it is great. I love it. I think they tried to make a version of that in the Batman and Robin 
movie. Remember, it just had, it had like the big it front part. Con- yeah, it was a convertible too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, that movie was great. People people crap on that movie. I love that movie. <laughs> Speaking of that movie, Sutton, this is where we're gonna get in trouble. And I watched Space Jam two over the weekend. Mm. And for some reason, I mean, they have all these multiple characters like Danny DeVito's uh, penguins in it. But for some reason, more than any other of these WB characters, we see Mr. Freeze, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mr. Freeze. No way. But like, but he's not in his suit. He's the Mr. Freeze that's in his robe. (laughs) Like we see him more than any other WB character. And we have some great characters in there. The Herculoids. King mm. Kong, uh, Iron Giant, but more than any other character, the freaking mask is in it. Weird. But more than any other character, we see Robe Mister Freeze. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, it's so, so weird. All right, so number ten for me was the Batmobile. Controversial pick, but fuck it. <laughs> um, number so, nine, take it away. Number nine. Um, so this one. I started thinking about all the print materials and, and again, purely aesthetics, things like that. And it's, I wasn't just sequestering myself to regular every week comics. So I started thinking of manga and stuff like that. And I think mm. my number nine is the capsule corp motorcycle from the dragon ball series. Ooh. I just always loved how kind of futuristic and, and, I don't really know how to describe it, but I've always really, really loved that motorcycle. <clears throat> Super cool. Like so the that... one that Bulma had? The one with the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love that one. I pretty much love all the Capsule Corp yeah, anything. I, I, I was going to say spaceship, but I went with the motorcycle. Yeah, that's a good pick. I didn't I shouldn't have, I didn't even think about that. I should have uh, branched into manga more. My number nine pick is the... Goblin Glider. Oh, nice. And and specifically, the one that just looks like cardboard. It's like full, <laughs> like it's flat, and it just has two leg slots, and then the goblin head on the front of it. Yeah, the one that's just like a tube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I love that because Green Goblin is one of my favorite villains of all time. Because Spider Man is one of my favorite superheroes of all time, and it's just an iconic vehicle to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to mention, I also, you know, like the one from the animated series because I remember when he had like his regular goblin glider glider, and then he made like the super one that his goblin glider attached to. <laughs> right. And it was yeah. like purely to sell toys. But for me, I'm just like, Oh yeah, that's, that's badass. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. The hobgoblin when they <laughs> yeah. had the spider slayer thing. Yeah. It was so funny. Uh, it's like how many, the Spider Slayers <laughs> did that too. Like they all connected they to make this together, yeah. stupid, less effective robot. <laughs> yeah. So you had the Goblin Glider, which could get you in and out of you know tight situations, and then you had the Super Glider that pretty much just flew above everything. It couldn't do anything. It was it's huge a, it's for transcontinental flights. <laughs> That's what it was. And so you would just connect to that, and then Spider Man would be in trouble. So the Goblin Glider is probably one of my favorites, but specifically the the cardboard one because. Why didn't Spider-Man just punch that thing? <laughs> it's super straight. Why didn't he just like ball it up? That one is so good. Yeah, the the tube with like the aluminum foil face on it. <laughs> yeah. And so again, good. it's just it's just like cardboard box and then two like slots for his feet, and that's it. There's no gadgets or anything on it. 
the the classic goblin in general is great just yep. because he's like got the little finger zapper and <laughs> yeah. and that's all he is he's just a crazy dude man i love old old spider-man books so yeah, me good too. Me too. all right so number eight take it away all right uh number eight this one is kind of nostalgia for me and i would say probably um pretty main mainstream excuse me um <laughs> but it that's the <laughs> x-men blackbird Ooh. i thought it was i thought it was the sr 77 but i don't know uh yeah. debuted in 1976 built by hank mccoy um mm. badass badass vehicle i love i actually just recently bought a transformer i couldn't let it go it was 60 and then they dropped it to 40 so i went ahead and bought it and it's the transform it transforms into the animated series blackbird mm-hmm. yeah that one's cool. cool um how big is it uh just tell me when it's personal. <laughs> no, it's honestly, it's probably, it might be like a foot long. <laughs> it's about 10 inches tall, I think. But anyway, it's cool. It's got like a, I, at first I didn't like it. I didn't like the looks of it, but the more I looked at it, he has like a, the Cyclops visor that comes down. Oh, that's pretty cool. And he's pretty poseable, so it's cool. But yeah, the uh, animated series was really nice, even though it was real goofy looking, like flat and like way wide. Yeah, I love the animated series version one. <laughs> but again, it is ridiculous. It doesn't look like it would actually actually be flyable. <laughs> it's like an iron with wings. <laughs> All right, so my number eight pick might be another, you know, another pick that would be popular among people. But I think it's ridiculous. And I don't, I, in this instance, I don't think it's practical at all. And I, that's why I like it so much. It's Wonder Woman's Invisible Plane. <laughs> I, almost, I almost said that one too. Never, ever, ever would this make sense. <laughs> like even in a world where, where she couldn't fly, like back in the day, I guess she couldn't fly and she needed a plane. And even okay, let's just say it's invisible. Okay, we get it. She has a sense that she can sense it wherever. But just like in the Super Friends, it's invisible, but you can see who's flying it. <laughs> just sitting like there. I, I just never understood why that would be a thing. And I think you know maybe it's for the viewer, and maybe it's it's not actually you can see them, but. The uh, the person it's, couldn't draw airplanes, so they were just like, yeah, it's <laughs> so just, just invisible. Draw three people sitting down flying to this guy. Um, yeah, so it doesn't make any sense, especially for it to still be. I don't know how how much they reference it now. I know they tease that it's an actual thing in like modern day comic books, but I just think it's really really dumb. It was in the damn movie. I mean, essentially, yeah, like a plane that's always invisible. Yeah, that's that's dumb, <laughs> isn't it? And I love it. There was uh, I remember the MTV Movie Awards made fun of it at one point, mm-hmm. and then I think there was a Robot Chicken episode where they're like Superman flies up and sees her. <laughs> She's like, "I'm in the bathroom." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So it's totally stupid. Um, but yeah, that's my number eight pick. So what do you got for war number seven? Uh, so, uh, for number seven, I kind of dug deeper into some of my other favorite comic books. Um, 
Alan Moore is one of my favorite writers of all time. And I like Alan he, Moore. Yeah, he came up with the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, which was destroyed at the box office because it was a terrible movie. But you know, um, weirdly, I, I like that movie a lot. I yeah, I do too. Um, even though it it did make Sean Connery quit acting. <laughs> yeah, confirmed. Yeah, and um, it's not like a. a I'm going to go on record as I do in every episode. I like terrible things, so <laughs> never, never take my word for it. Yeah. Um, so uh, for my number seven, it is the Nautilus, uh, Ooh, Captain Nemo's uh, ship from Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Um, in, in this particular this particular version, which I've never read Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, please don't at me. Mm-hmm. It. Um, it's pretty cool. It's got like squid tentacles that come out and attack things. Got all these cannons and shit. It's real cool. So, Actually. Yeah. Well, in 20,000 <laughs> leagues under that scene. Yeah. You know, we should read We should read League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I couldn't tell you the we last should. time I actually read it. I mean, probably. We can do it for 50, Halloween. Over That would be a good one. Over 15 years. I mean, I read it a long time ago. Yeah, I love it. So that'd be good to revisit. My number seven, and I'm like you at this point, I didn't want to go so generic. So I started diving into like my favorite characters, my favorite teams and things like that. Really, again, older stuff. One of my favorite teams in comic books is the Teen Titans. <clears throat> and in 1960, 19, yeah, about 1960, 1970, I think they used this thing called the Titan Copter. It was first introduced in Teen Titans issue number two. It was later revealed that the only way they could buy the helicopter was by using reward money that they got from stopping criminals, which I think is just a weird thing to add. Uh, it was funny because they would hide it behind a billboard advertising the Adam West Batman show. Huh. And it blows up in Teen Titans issue number 14, sadly. And it was replaced by the T-Wing in 2003. I think it, the T-Wing became popular in the Teen Titans show. T-Wing. Around the same <laughs> time. Which is a great name. Titan Copter is way better, though. So, it, yeah. and again, it's like a... It's nothing special. It's like an old school helicopter. It's not like a fancy future. It's just an old, just regular helicopter. And it's yellow for some reason. I guess it was yellow ink was cheap back then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's kind of funny. You know, all, it's like, who names these? Like, would you name your car the Lexmobile? Maybe. Actually, that's kind of cool. It is already named that. It's like on my license plate. <laughs> <laughs> As I said, it, I'm like, no, that's a great name. Who wouldn't? Um, yeah. So it's just funny. Like the bat, like Batman. I think it's funny. Just like jump in the car. Just call it the car. So do you think Batman calls it? I guess he has called it the Batmobile on numerous numerous occasions. Mm -hmm. He's like a really smart guy. You think that that's kind of dumb. Everybody's got a weird side. He could be pissing in in jars and saving them, (laughs) I guess. Naming everything Batmobile. He's all eating bats and stuff. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I just started... I just started rewatching Batman Brave and the Bold, and it is—it's probably the best Batman. It's property so good that it is that so exists. Good. Yeah, and it's and it's weird. All the—it's got that comedy side, 
the the animation i as much as i like it it always took me out of like what i liked about it because i love the the voices i love all the guest characters stuff like that but the animation's kind of a little too hokey but yeah. it's still a great show um and that and like all just the references to everything batman whether it be adam west um, mm-hmm. you know the old animated series they had batman of zen zen or whatever it's called yeah and it was voiced by um Wow, I'm gonna get murdered for this. Um, Kevin Conroy. Oh, cool. So that was—I mean, it's just they just have so many like different things to it, and I just I love that show so much. So I, I as someone that has a lot of Batman slander, uh, I do love that show very, very much. And I think that Batman is actually voiced by the same guy that does it in Harley Quinn. It's the guy from Office Space. Like, <laughs> it's like, what would I do with a million dollars? Two girls at the same time, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's that, it's that guy. I, he's from, uh, I mean, he's from a lot of stuff. He was the Drew Carey show, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, totally, I totally forgot he was in that. <laughs> he was in the... It's like, it's like my favorite scene in that movie. <laughs> damn, damn, you it took me out of this interview. What does that say? What does that say? <laughs> what is the next line? It's like... Two girls that would get down with a guy like me would, or whatever you'd have to pay for. <laughs> so good. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, and he does a great Batman voice, mm-hmm. which is insane. Uh, okay, moving along. What 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 number was that? <laughs> so that's number seven. We're on. Uh, what do you got for six? Six. Okay, so you inspired me to put this one on earlier, and I actually don't know where this is featured in the comics. I guess in a more you know, I, I don't know what it was when the comics were darker, but you know, that panel that you posted, so I'm sure you put this on your list too. Uh, mm-hmm. It is the turtle van. Uh, everybody oh, wow. loves the turtle van. I love the turtle van, especially the animated series turtle van. And it's six for you? Summer six for me, yeah. That's crazy. It is on my list. A little higher. Uh, I'm with you though. That, that specific panel is from... Uh, Ninja Turtles Adventures, which was mm. based off the comic books, but it was still done by Eastman and Laird. So technically, it's like a loophole. Ah, uh, I see. In the more modern IDW um, book, which is really, really good. We have to read the first volume. I think you'd really enjoy it. And it might be one of those books that you would you know want to actually collect. <clears throat> they have a turtle van, but it's legitimately... Uh, I love the reference in it. But it's not, you know, it doesn't have any of the gadgets. It doesn't have any of the, it doesn't have any real use before besides them actually using it as a vehicle. And it's a V-dub, just like, bus. That's cool. That makes the most sense. Yeah. And it's really, really cool. And they have to escape the city and they use, it's April's. And it's just, it's cool that they have that nod to it. And it's still technically the turtle van. But I'll let you continue with why it's on your list. Oh, well, yeah. You know, uh, in that particular panel that you showed me uh because i was like okay comics <laughs> but anyway it is the the classic like 86 i guess the animated series one mm-hmm. that's got like the green top it's yellow the turtle shell on the front the lasers so and like so the, the spring out seat that lets them i don't know and like foot stinks on the side that's <laughs> great I, I really wish that they would remake that somebody needs to remake that that just they that will. van they will, and it'll be fucking five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> because they know people like us would probably pay that. 
Yeah, I should just build one. Because I almost bought that box set that was the turtle van, was the box, and it had all the characters. I almost bought that just because. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. have no. I would just put it in my closet. <laughs> just <laughs> off of that's oh, nice. that turtles. I have to get it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing, and we'll, I'll talk about this when I, I make it to my part of the list. But they're ninjas. Ninja, if you want to be, you know, particular about it. What? What? And it's yellow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's not very much. I think only the newest. Or that Nickelodeon uh, 3D animated was probably the most ninja they've ever been. That was the uh, best version of the turtles that we've gotten so far, all around. Yeah, um, they really. That was again the, the most ninja. They were really trying to be quiet. They were always out at night. So, yeah, they fought other ninja. They fought Sam. They, it was a whole thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're trained. <laughs> right. Um, Nothing so. about that va- turtle van screams it's not even black <laughs> why not make like jet black can you imagine it probably backfires all the time <laughs> trying yeah. to creep on something yeah. pow well, you know and i get that it's a van because they couldn't go out and get like a ferrari or something like that because they're fucking like they live in a sewer so they probably yeah. just found it and donnie fixed it <clears throat> but nothing about that it's, vans are huge and it's like an astro van it's like a boxy big ass van nothing about imagine- that stealthy you imagine trying to change a spark plug only having three fingers, <laughs> like Man. big ass thick fingers? Yeah, I bet that thing didn't work very well. Yeah, it's all. But can you can you imagine there. being a bad guy and being like, how scary would that be if a fucking <laughs> tricked out van rolled up on you with lasers on it? Yeah, that's what blew my mind. Tony could have got a job at MIT. He was doing like some next level shit in a sewer. Yeah, man. With like soup cans and fucking noodles <laughs> and shit. Tony Stark like did a, it in a cave with a box of scraps. I would like a story. I would like to see like an, an Elseworlds type story of Ninja, Ninja Turtles where it's just like four turtles in a sewer hallucinating everything. And it's just like they are mutated, but it's like grossly mutated. <laughs> and they like they can't move. They just so have just, a giant head, and they yeah, they're just like imagining this whole life where they're badass. God, that's actually kind of depressing. Never mind, <laughs> I don't want to see that. <laughs> Number six yeah. on my list is the Avengers Sky Cycle. I've always loved this <laughs> uh, for numerous for numerous reasons. the The Sky Cycle was originally developed by Hawkeye during his time working at Cross Technological Enterprises. He continued to use the vehicle even after he left his job mm. there and returned to the Avengers. He's used tons of variations of it forever, but what I love about it is that it looks like a motorcycle without wheels. Like it's not it's you can do anything. You can come up with any different kind of flying device, you know, but it looks like a straight up motorcycle with just no wheels and it flies. <laughs> and to use it doesn't have wings. So Hawkeye is a technological genius to create this wheelless motorcycle that can move freely through space. Well, not outer yeah. space, but just like existence. So I love it. It's not practical. But then again, what the fuck do I know about like physics? I'm just a dude. It's great. This is really good. There's so many different <laughs> variations too. There's one that yeah. looks like a scooter. Yeah, yeah, that's my favorite. That is my favorite. So, uh, yeah, that's that. Sorry if you 
or if you are a scientist and you can defend his sky cycle. I can't. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you got for number five? Oh, we're in the top five now. So top five. Um, I recently read this the other day and I thought that this comic was so old. It is not. This came out in the eighties. Um, and the movie came out in the early nineties. So I was, okay. I was pleasantly surprised. I, I recently picked up a collected book. Um, but, uh, the Rocketeer Jetpack is my number five. Um, I, I just, like I said, I I recently read a collected series from 82. That was the creator, um, made it in 82 and it's a pretty good book, but the main character is kind of a dipshit. Like he he was not, he he was not likable. He was cooler in the movie, but yeah, he's kind of an idiot. Yeah. He was way cooler in the movies. Like this one, I don't get it, but anyway. I still love the character design. Character's great. Um, so one yeah. of my all time that's one of my all time favorite comic book character designs. Mm-hmm. It's Without so good, and I don't, I don't even really like the old movie. I've oh, rewatched it recently, and I'm just like, mm. that's kind of corny. It's got that Disney Disney corn for sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And yeah, I like that. That's a good pick. Damn, I didn't even think about that. But it's not practical again. Um, the, especially the way he flies in it, he can move pretty much <laughs> freely through space instead of just flying straight. <laughs> well, what I do like about the way he does it is like that's why he has a fin on his helmet, which I always thought was cool. Is that how he how kind of gives him direction? But mm-hmm. in the comic, he just crashes into shit. Like he never lands it properly. Uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. But the you know what's really funny is the the shadow is mentioned in the book, but they can't use them because of property. So they just say like, I'll be in the shadows, wink, wink, and oh, wow. stuff like that. That's uh, pretty That'd great. Be, that would be a great crossover. I, I love that movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, with, uh, yeah, I, I haven't seen that in a long time. I love that movie. Very, I think if I remember correctly, um, not PC, Asian, Oriental overtones, but uh, <laughs> great, great movie. Damn, that's a good pick. Damn. You definitely got... Uh, no, well, I like my my fifth one. Probably should have been my fourth one, but it is the Fantastic Four's Fantastic Car. <laughs> yeah, that one's good. Now, and I'm not talking about like the cool... Right, whether you think it's cool or not from the second movie that came out in you know, the 2000s, because they tried to do like a tricked out Dodge Ram and made it cool. Mm. I'm talking about like the Mark One, where it looks like... A bathtub. <laughs> it was like four bathtubs connected together, <laughs> so they could fly separately with our <laughs> bathtubs combined. Yeah, that's what I like. And I, no matter what they are, whatever versions they are, I like that. This makes more sense to have a vehicle that can that doesn't necessarily have wings and doesn't necessarily have to, you know, play in the realm of physics because Reed Richards is so smart. Mm-hmm. And he, if anybody could figure it out, it could be him. And and I like how they always look. They're either just like round circles that connect together. I just, I mm-hmm. love their designs. All, every Fantastic Car is one of my favorite vehicles ever. Yeah, I think I, I like the newest one. It's kind of a little sleeker, but it looks like, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's like bubbly. And then it kind of narrows at the front real flat. Yeah. Oh, so good. I just yeah. liked it because... And, th- and that makes sense. Like this team needs a vehicle. 
They travel in outer space. They travel all around the world. Yeah, I don't understand why they have to have a, a car for Johnny because he can fly. But I guess if there, if it rained in yeah, a maybe certain gets, area. <laughs> maybe he gets tired, man. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Maybe he overexerts himself and he needs to take a chill pill. Um, but yeah, I like that one a lot. Yeah, that's so, a, it's a good pick. Let's talk about gonna... number four. Number four. Um, this one's kind of a combination of the two of two characters. I'm going to cheat. Um, this is also a, a movie turned comic book. Uh, but like I said, I'm going to cheat a little bit because the newest. You hear my dog? <laughs> I do. Uh, the newest crossover Transformers Ghostbusters crossover has it as a Transformer. But my number four is the Ecto-1. Um, also Ectotron Transformer. Ooh, nice. I was going to so, say you still win because the Ghostbusters comic books are great. And the Ecto-1's in that. Yeah, the Ecto-1. Is, I've always loved It's just like an old ambulance, you know, but I, I've just yeah. always loved that. It's like a cat. It's basically just like a Cadillac. But uh, since I was a kid and this to this day, Ghostbusters is one of my favorite properties, one of my all time favorite movies. And yeah. I love um, the. I can't believe I didn't put this on my list, but I love the Ecto one and just all the ridiculousness on it. It just yeah. has a bunch of just like shit that doesn't make sense to you or I. Yeah, but I tanks. guess it makes sense for <laughs> I guess it makes sense for that car. I cannot wait for the new movie to come out. Yeah, well, and it's also because so I like in the game they have like the Ecto two, which I think is just a police boat, and then I think the Ecto two in the TV series was a helicopter or something like a little mm-hmm. one person ultralight. But yeah. Good stuff. Great pick. What so do you what do you do you know anything about the Transformer? I haven't read the crossover. No, I don't. Um his name is just Ecto or is it is it it's Ectotron, I believe. I've got it, cool. but I can't remember exactly what it's called. I need to read that book. Maybe we can read I don't know how long that is. It'd be cool if it was just like a one. They probably like a, have at least one off. Like a one off thing. I'll look into that. All right, so my pick for number four is the bug. The bug is the vehicle for one of my all-time favorite characters, Blue Beetle. And not the cool Blue Beetle uh, that has the super technological suit that everybody right. loves. I like old school Ted Cord, Justice League International. Yeah. Just because he's a genius, but he doesn't get the love that the rest of the geniuses get, like Tony Stark and you know every Lex everybody. You know, all the other he's like at the bottom of the barrel for geniuses. <laughs> And he doesn't have any powers, which sucks is because he has a scarab that gives Jaime Reyes his powers, mm-hmm. except he, he, he could never get it to work for him. So he just created his whole superhero persona around that. And Poser. One thing that I do love, and I think why this is so high on the list, one, because I love Blue Beetle, and two, it's that about every 15 issues that the Blue Beetle is in, whether it be Justice League or his own book, mm-hmm. uh, the bug gets destroyed. Like about every 15 issues, it just gets <laughs> obliterated. <laughs> I just think that's funny, man. It's because it, he's also, you know, super rich. So he just rebuilds the thing. And it has so many, so many, not powers, but so many gadgets and abilities that I didn't list it. But it also makes, it looks like the, the dude from the Watchmen, 
the night yeah. owl whatever what's his name yeah night owl it, you know i almost put that on my list as well it looks exactly like his plane except it yeah. has like bug, bug legs yeah but, just a um, circle <laughs> yeah again he has a ton of abilities and, and different gadgets on this thing but one one of the gadgets that i love the most are called snoopies <laughs> and it's just like the stupid stupid name but the snoopies uh like a miniature bug that just hang out in the main ship. They're about the, they're like a football with legs. There's like 12 hmm. in the ship and they just do different things for him. Hmm. Uh, totally ridiculous. Snoopish. But I think that's why I like it. And I think the name is dumb. That's why I like it. So yeah. Number three, number three, number three. All right. So this one you introduced me to, uh, can't remember for some reason I'm going to, blank on the artist um i always do but uh he's an older character went through a couple of different uh, iterations um and he's now robbie reyes or he was robbie mm. reyes so uh, number three is the hell charger i love oh, that man. I, I went from a motorcycle to a car and mm-hmm. who's the artist who was the original Trad artist? Moore was the original artist yeah so trad on the, the first way, Trad more redesigned Ghost Rider. He looked oh. so so much like a machine. Uh, it was badass. I just imagine like Pantera playing when that comes around. Yeah, the where the way that the, he draws the flames just oozing out of the Hell Charger. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's a beautiful pick, man. That's that's a good that's a good job. That's a good, yeah. That's a good the pick. first first time I saw it, I was like, shit. It's a good one. Yes. So, Ed, damn, that didn't make my list either. It should have though, because I do love that design, and for the same reason you, you and you picked it, it was it would have been really hard for me to pick between um, Danny Ketch, like the uh, the middle Ghost Rider, I guess, the mm-hmm. one in the nineties. Yeah, that one's. It'd good. be really hard for me to pick his bike against the Hell Charger because I love that bike so much. Yeah, With, like, that one is just good. Big faceplate. Mm-hmm. I am. I yeah. You know, the regular Ghost Rider's bike is just a, you know, a regular motorcycle with freaking flame wheels. Yeah, I never liked the Harley version or whatever you want to call it, like the Cruiser. Yeah, the Danny Catch one is, and it would be hard for me to pick because I love that one so much, but I do love the design of uh, the Hell Charger. That's a great pick, man. Can't believe I didn't pick it. Damn. Damn, I'm thinking about my list now. <laughs> idiot. What an idiot. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> so for number three, as you mentioned before, it is the turtle van. The turtle van to me is it's just it pulls so many memories of being a kid, loving the show, uh, reading the books. I collected Ninja Turtles adventures, uh, seeing it in that. I just loved it so much. I had it when I was a kid. It's just a cool like take all the ninja stuff out. It's just a cool vehicle, mm-hmm. especially because it shoots like manhole covers out the front of it, which would be <laughs> just nuts. That devastating, man. You imagine getting hit by. <laughs> yeah, that would mess up any car besides like a tank. It would mess up anything. Can you imagine me on a motorcycle and getting hit with a manhole cover? You'd be dead. <laughs> Super dead. I don't know splattered. what the, I don't know what the lasers on you know the pop out door. The la- I don't know what those were. Maybe just pizza sauce. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah maybe they didn't work at all maybe they just were that was just a light, light show so they, hopefully <laughs> they blinded you 
but the turtle van and we talked about it a lot it doesn't it doesn't make sense you know because they're ninjas and it's yellow there's a lot of yellow vehicles on this on these list uh but for nostalgia purposes it's it's got to be top three mm-hmm. so there's that let's yeah. talk about your dues <laughs> well <laughs> i told you i was going to the doctor for that um <laughs> so so my number two uh let's see my number two debuted in 1974 it's kind of a joke uh it was built oh. by uh let's see it was built by S- carter and lombardo you son of a bitch <laughs> uh, corona motors anyway um it is the Spider-Mobile or Spider-Buggy. I mm. love it. <laughs> and you know, it's funny is I was, I think it, I might've seen a toy and not thought it was real, but when they brought it into old man, Logan, was I was genius. sold. It was so good. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to stop you right there and just let you know that I was wondering if we were going to match up at all on this list. And my number two is the Spider Mobile. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, so I'll let you. I'll I'll let you continue with with uh, like your thoughts. I I just love the design and how corny it is. But same. I mean, exactly same. Like you said, <clears throat> I remember it being in the older books, and but it's just, it's stupid. I remember being younger. Like, man, that's the dumbest. Like, why does a guy that can swing across the city and six walls. Why does he need a car? Mm-hmm. But as you mentioned, it was from the 1970s. Uh, Spider-Man was asked to be a sponsor of a car company called Carter and Lombardo. Uh, he accepted it for some reason. I don't know. There's had to be more to the story. than that. Yeah. But he was also poor. You know, most of the you know, stories in the seventies. Um, they asked Spider-Man for his own car, which I don't know why a company would have, want to be your sponsor and then ask you to provide the car. <laughs> yeah. That's stupid. But the human torch helped Spider-Man build the car. Uh, as you probably guessed, the, the Spider-Mobile can spin webs, but it was cool. It also had a spider signal. I guess it's cool. It's not really cool. If he's already in think, it, does he need the spider signal? And I think he could stick to walls. Does he need the webs? Yeah. Yeah. I think it can. It, that's what it does in uh, old man. Logan sticks yeah. to walls. Looks ridiculous, but awesome at the same time. I love that they reference it every now and then. Um, they because they reference it in the main Spider Man comic book a few times, and it's just it's dumb, it's yeah, really dumb, but it looks awesome. They even brought it up, I think, in one of the newer comics at the as the Spider Mobile when he's uh has Parker Industries. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I was talking about. Yeah, I remember reading that, and, and he says something about, I think someone says how ridiculous it is, and he's like, what am I supposed to do, swing across Tokyo or something like that? So, uh-huh. And it's way cooler looking, obviously, but it's still goofy that, you know. Yeah, that he needs a car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Makes sense, though. Yeah, man, that's a great pick. I, I really was, when I was making my list, I was like, man, I wonder if we're going to match up at all. Uh, I thought it would be the turtle wagon, but... Or a turtle van. But here we are. Yeah. Besties. All right. What so. is your numero uno? This is a bad. <laughs> um, all right. So I really had to think about this really hard about, you know, what 
defines a vehicle? Is it just something that gets you from point A to point B? Does it have to have wheels? Can it float? Can it fly? Can it walk? What exactly is a vehicle? So I dipped back through. I started thinking of some of my favorite characters, some of my favorite anime, manga, so on and so forth. Um, and my number one is uh, Big O. Oh, Big O Mech. Um, for those that don't remember, there was a Toonami series um, animated, I think, by the same some of the same people or company that did Batman the Animated Series. Um, and what's his name? Roger. It's definitely Roger Smith. the same same vibe for sure. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it's piloted by Roger Smith. He's just a negotiator, no gun, no nothing. <laughs> he's just a guy. But he's got this giant mech robot that's real. I love how clanky and clunky and mm-hmm. slow it is. Um, got huge fists for fisting. Um, <laughs> fisting kaiju's right up their butts. <laughs> yeah. But if you haven't watched Big O in a long time, I implore you to go watch the first season, which was, you know, back when we were, when you and I were kids, teenagers. And then yeah. they, they came up with a season two several years later. Um, it's a great show and it's a great robot. And it really I'm, is. I need I'd love I to need see to, more of it. I need to rewatch it because that was one of those shows that I watched purely for the mech and kaiju fights. Mm-hmm. And then like did not pay attention to what the actual story was. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it gets a little slow and you're like, come on, where the let me see some punching. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm like you though. I picked I really thought about and I kind of knew what my number one would be. Um, because I know like a lot of things, like you said, you thought about what makes a vehicle a little bit of that and a little bit of like my own love for the ridiculous, like just things that uh, most of the things on my list aren't practical. And this one, I think really takes the cake when it comes to like not being practical and being a vehicle and being ridiculous. So Number one on my list is the Supermobile. Oh, God, I've never even heard of that. (laughs) Oh, you got to look up a picture while I tell you about it. The Supermobile is Superman's superpower vehicle, which is made almost entirely out of supermanium. It's a metal that Superman formed himself in the heart of a giant star. (laughs) I have seen this. (laughs) It is said to be nearly indestructible. It's and what's what I think is so insane is that it's capable of duplicating all of Superman's abilities in situations where he could possibly lose his powers. <laughs> so, and it's like, you know, in case he's going to be there's going to be a red sun or whatever, it shields him from that. So, the Supermobile does not just duplicate Superman's powers, it acts as a conduit for his powers. Allowing him to channel them through the vehicle itself, which is, again, even weird, weirder. The Supermanium hull shields him from the red solar radiation, as I mentioned before, so he can't lose his powers, technically, um, which means he remains at the height of his abilities. He fought Amazo with this thing, and Amazo made a remark saying that no engine on Earth could react as quickly, even though I guess that doesn't really make sense, but whatever, Amazo doesn't know shit about engines. (laughs) And and Superman said, you're right, Amazo. But who said anything about there being an engine? Which revealed that 
The vehicle is completely powered by Superman himself, <laughs> which doesn't make sense. This is old. We're talking about old school Superman that had just any power. Yeah. Eating just known to man. Yeah. And I'm going to go over some of the abilities and sort of its features just because it is my number one and it is ridiculous. So besides invul- invulnerability in flight, the Supermobile also channels Superman's other powers using large mechanical arms mounted to the side of the cockpit, allowing him to punch and grab. And I think that is why I love it so much because it looks like a little spaceship with a giant white fist on the side. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I remember. That's what I remember seeing. Yeah. He has a scope on the control panel, which can be adjusted to work with each of his vision related powers. Normal, telescopic, microscopic, x-ray, heat, and night vision, which is insane. (laughs) He has air jets that pop out of various points of the vehicle, allowing Superman to use his super breath if he blows into a face mask that's attached to the control panel. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) He has a monitor and other communication device and listening devices that substitute his super hearing. It is legitimately the ultimate vehicle. And it's special because (laughs) only Superman can use it. Other than that, it's just a big-ass piece of metal. Yeah, because if it's powered by him, I guess no one else could really fly it. Yeah. That's the best. That's a great one. I'll try to put images up when I post the videos on uh, whatever I post them on. Man, this was fun. Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed our picks. I love, <laughs> I just, uh, I'm thinking about this. I've totally seen a toy of that before, and it is mm-hmm. effing ridiculous. It's so good. That's a great pick, man. That's the giant fist. That's what really <laughs> yeah, gets a little, chug, 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 chug. It's got two arms. Our honorable mention, and I think you will agree with me, it's not comic book related, but it's one of the most, when it comes to like, nerd vehicles the SWAT cats jet it's oh, not yeah. comic related but that's definitely one of those ones that like i tried to make it work <laughs> to be on my list i love SWAT cats um, me too i, think, I couldn't find it on my on, on comics yeah i think that's one of the best like it's so underrated as a tv show i feel like oh. nobody really knows about it um yeah it really is and i you know I was going to try to find it. A, a Boomerang used to have that show on there. Yeah. And I went looking for that and like the Herculoids and all that, and they didn't have it anymore. And I was very disappointed. I'm really surprised they didn't, they haven't remade SWAT cats. You know, it sounds too much like swastika. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Probably. No one, care, no one cares about cats. All right, folks. So this as we mentioned, is a Patreon preview episode. If you like just the random thoughts of your two favorite nerds, these are the type of episodes you can imagine that we are going to post on Patreon. So sign up if you haven't. That's honestly the best way to support the podcast and us in general. A few other ways are just checking out our website. You can sign up for our email list. It would really help us out. We're trying to boost those website numbers. And on that website, you can find links to Simon's toy photography, which he's been kicking ass lately, man. Oh, my gosh. Some of these pictures, I'm just like, these are amazing. Thanks. I appreciate Um, that. 
links to our TikTok. We got to get time to a thousand so we can start doing a sort of pre-show on there. Um, yeah, and then just we have post ver- various articles on there. So check that out. What do you got, Sam? You got anything to plug? Oh, just my butt. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> not really. Um, uh, yeah, so y'all are hearing this tomorrow. I think MezcoCon starts tomorrow. They released a trailer for the new Gomez figure. It's like a... Or to, is it Wednesday? Yeah, so it'll be today. So you'll mm-hmm. listen to this today, then it'll be today. And we'll post about it on social media, and we'll probably have something on our side about it. Yeah, so I'm kind of excited about the... I don't know. I'm kind of excited about the new Gomez. It It's kind of more the same, but he's got some pretty cool accessories, I guess. Have you already seen him? Yeah, D amazing. So I'm not so worried about this one having to haul ass to the website and the website breaking and all that shit. Uh, they're doing pre-orders, so this one will probably come out later in the year, maybe even next year. Um, but they D amazing did a review of it. Looks pretty pretty rad. Like I said, it's more of a 007 vibe. Kind of oh, with the white jacket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's got a few cool new accessories that. I mean, if I don't get it, that's fine. But yeah, I'm, it's I might cool. cry <laughs> <laughs> if I don't. If I don't get it, please send. It, please send it to me, someone out there. Yeah, but that's about it. I mean, I think uh, didn't it, I think a, a New York Comic Con? What's going on? I know there's like a toy convention of some kind going on right now. I think I Walmart thought. has a collector con coming up. Yeah, is it the L.A. Comic Con? San Diego or, Comic Con is in the fall. I think. I think it's oh. like November. Maybe it is New York then. I know that there was I like... I think it's New York. Yeah, because there was the... They did... Target had their reveals. You know, they had new pre-orders up. Um, mm-hmm. So I got Rogue pre-ordered from the 90s TV show. Luckily, because they sold out of that a long time ago. Mm-hmm. They re-released the Mandalorian and Child Black Series set. And then a bunch of fun codes I don't give a shit about. But then... Um, like you said, Walmart is also having a con thing, and it's weird. Yeah, it's like trying it, to get on that con. It's like not even a convention anymore. Like just change the name. Yeah, buy shit. It, it's it's <laughs> it's almost like streaming services. Everybody had their have to have their own now. Ugh. Yeah, just make one big one. Just make someone make a monopoly and just have all the shows. Yeah, Hasbro. <laughs> yeah. All right, folks. So as you will probably notice on this episode, we won't be playing any ads. And again, that's another feature that you will be, uh, you know, I guess you'll have access to on our Patreon. There'll be no ads ran on Patreon. So enjoy this one. You won't have to listen to the same old thing that you listen to every week. And uh, it just means a little bit more, a little less money in our pockets, but you know, whatever. Uh, I guess I'm going to gas up the yacht this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Less money in our pockets, but more content in your ears. (laughs) Oh, I like that. (laughs) <laughs> so we appreciate you guys listening next week. We will be back with another um, trade review as some people call it some this people. weekend. We will work and put out our Loki finale review and our black widow review. So I hope Simon doesn't have any plans this weekend. Um, I'm just not telling you about it. So <laughs> we will see you guys next week. We're circling the drain. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you.